Uh, somewhere out there, there's a cyber criminal hunched over his computer just waiting for someone like you to let their guard down. He's looking for a very specific thing, this cyber criminal, and he's looking for your home. This is why he, you know, he skipped his weekly Dungeons and Dragons meeting uh, this week um, because he wants to make sure uh, that you are losing your home and he's pocketing the cash. Uh, if you're, if he's patient enough, he can find your home, and the, you know the information is out there, so that they can locate these documents, they can forge them, uh, they can make their own, uh, make these homes look like they're in their possession, so they can get big loans against your equity. While you're, you know, you're living in the home, and your, you know, electricity is on, and everything's fine, seemingly at home, but you're losing your equity; it's being drained from your accounts. And when you try to reverse this, it's a complete nightmare. Don't let it happen to you. Stop it before it starts. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. You can get a free history of your home, $100 value, absolutely free right now at HomeTitleLock.com. Check it out now, HomeTitleLock.com. Radio show starts now. And welcome to the program. It's Tuesday. I'm not going to babble here for long because we have a rare opportunity to get together with my good friend, Mark Levin. It begins in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So how you're feeling usually plays out in the way that you move throughout your day. It's evident in what you do. It's even more uh, evident in what you don't do. If you're somebody who's living with regular pain in your life, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you can't get around quite as well as you used to. Maybe barely at all. I know what it's like to live in extreme and frequent pain. I know what it's like to wish that something would come along and take the pain away or... I also know what it's like to say, I can't do it another day. Thankfully, I also know what it's like to get my life back, because that's what happened when I started taking Relief Factor. And uh, the difference is night and day. Get your life back. Relief Factor is not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Try it. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. My next guest is a good, dear friend, a, a, an amazing patriot. I think he's the closest we have in the conservative world to a William F. Buckley today. Uh, to say he's a talk show host is kind of an insult. He is a scholar, which is also kind of an insult. He's the good kind of uh, scholar who knows the truth, uh, can see the patterns and can see a path forward and shows us how to fight back. Uh, if he were a founding father, I think he would be John Adams. Welcome to the program, Mr. Mark Levin. Wow, I should come on more often. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. You're you're welcome. So you have a new book out called American Marxism, and 
Uh, I got a lot of questions uh, about it. It's an excellent, excellent book. Um, you don't need me praising it to uh, to uh, sell it. But you go into the the revolution that is happening right now. And you say, I mean, your first chapter is it's here. Could you do me a favor? I want you to talk to somebody who is not engaged in daily politics. They're not they're not they don't listen to us. They're still being led by their feelings. They think they're doing good by being anti-racist or they think they're being good by standing up for all the things that these Marxists are standing up for. Convince them that this is happening. It's real and it's going to destroy all of us. This is a great question, and it's really the embodiment of the entire first chapter and the title, American Marxism. First of all, we who do understand what's taking place have got to stop being intimidated. This isn't progressivism or social activism or democratic socialism. This is Marxism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not be Marxism in every particular, but it is an Americanized form of Marxism. Now, how do we know that? Because they tell us that. That's what their people write about, their founders in the 60s and 50s and 40s and even in the 70s. So what I would say to the and I do, to my audience, too, what I would say to people is, first of all, you need to pay attention to what's taking place. Secondly, you need to turn off CNN and MSNBC and stop reading the New York Times and the Washington Post. Thirdly, you've seen it with your own two eyes. You saw the riots all summer long. You saw Black Lives Matter, which is headed by uh, openly uh, proud Marxists. You see Antifa, which is a Marxist anarchist organization. You see the media that you have been watching and reading endorse every single one of these movements. There's not a distinction of any kind between what happens on television and what Black Lives Matter is promoting or even Antifa is promoting. And they also cover up the violence or try to dismiss it. Mm -hmm. Same with the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party, talk to them. Say, don't you believe in an independent judiciary when you go to court? Do you want politicians sitting on the bench or do you want judges sitting on the bench. Well, the Democrats want politicians sitting on the bench. They want to destroy separation of powers. They want to destroy the functioning of the Senate by packing it with Democrats. They want to destroy the way the the, the legislative process works. So even if it's 50-50 in the Senate or a four-vote majority in the House, they can fundamentally alter our constitutional system. Do you like the money you earn? Do you like the home you own? Do you like the community you're in? Well, Joe Biden has signed executive orders to destroy all of it uh, with his attack on the suburbs and also in the cities. Do you like your local school system? Do you like where your kids are being educated, crime infested? Kids aren't graduating. They're not going on to college. Why do you tolerate that? Well, the Democrats are preventing us from having school choice. They're preventing us from having any form of freedom and competition in the inner cities. And so... I would explain this on a level that apparently the Republican leadership cannot explain it. The book tries to do the Look, this is a unique book for me. It's at three levels. One, there's heavy scholarship, but I explain it. So I might take a paragraph from one of them and then have a paragraph explaining it. Right. And and you I need to do, I thank yeah. you for that, because yeah. if you read Marx, it's 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 I mean, mind boggling how ridiculous uh, and convoluted I think it is. The other thing is, he destroys the idea of an individual, and you're talking to an individual. 
you say, you know, you lead your own life. You have your family. If you do, you have your career that you want. There's things you like to do. Well, when it comes to marks, he eliminates all that. You have to work for the state. It's what the state wants. Mm -hmm. He believes that you have to surrender your liberty. You have to surrender your property to the best interests of the state. And what's the state? Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and faceless bureaucrats who don't even know who you are. You're going to surrender your life and your family. It's, it's a form of involuntary servitude. That's what Marxism is. So basically we have to, um, people have been brainwashed or as I say in the first chapter, people have not been paying attention or they view this as a passing fad. And I try to make the case in the first chapter. No, it's not. And we all need to wake up to this. And if we have little differences, moderate Democrats and libertarians and so forth, you better put them aside right now because we have a common enemy. I say enemy, not opponent, not adversary, enemy. And we need to be focused on defeating that enemy rather than fighting among ourselves. You know, a footnote on this, Glenn, because, you know, you're a man of faith. I'm a man of faith. I think of the second temple in Israel and Jerusalem. And while the Romans for four, four and a half years were attacking the temple, trying to slaughter the Jews. They were fighting among themselves. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were fighting among themselves. As they were being attacked, they were attacking each other. While the temple fell, there's no guarantee that this country will survive as a free country. We're not looking into the abyss now. We're in the abyss. And we have to figure out how to claw our way out. And so... Not to jump ahead, this book is six chapters of explanation and one chapter of activism. It is, it, it, for me, it's a very unique book uh, in, in, the, in the way that I wrote it. I think it's by far my most important book, given what's going on today. But you look at the attack on the cops. You look at uh, Soros with the prosecutors. You look at phony bail reform. You look at the open board. All these things are intended to destroy our system, destroy our culture, destroy our tradition, destroy our mores. Now, if that's not Marxism, what the hell is it? So let me ask you, because you go into this in depth, and I, I can't thank you enough for, you know, the Cloward and Piven uh, mentions in there. You well, really... You're the guy that really... Let me just give you a little kudos here. You're the guy that brought them to my attention to most of the countries. And, um, and the husband's dead, and she hates yeah. her guts, by the way. Oh, I, so, uh, I'm very well aware of that. I'm very well aware of that. I wear it as a badge of honor. Um, it, but you go into all of this, and I think, Mark, that there is there are two things going on. And uh, I think that it, what's, it, what is so strange that people can't figure out what they're like, what is happening? Um, because you have giant corporations involved in this and marxist well those two don't go together and i think the the elites the real elites the the very very wealthy corporations uh and uh, people like um uh, klaus schwab i i think that they are using these marxist revolutionaries um as useful idiots they're going to destroy it and we'll be there with the answer and it won't be what the marxists want i have a little different take on this okay i think and either of us could be right because who knows i know i think these corporations have decided that the other side's going to win and these are not capitalists they're corporatists yes and you see them they operate in china 
Mm-hmm. They operate. They operate. They operated during the Third Reich, uh, and because China needs them, and the Third Reich needed them, as long as they behave as they demand. And I think a lot of these corporatists are no different. And that is this: they believe the Democrat Party. They believe the culture. They believe it's all been conquered. And uh, rather than face the wrath, uh, they're going to throw in with them. They'll pay the higher taxes. They'll deal with the regulations. And they will use them to help crush their opponents, mm-hmm. which is what they're doing, which mm-hmm. is what the Democrat Party is trying to do with the voting rules with the Republicans. And they'll use them to crush their opponents. And uh, because for the Democrat Party, Glenn, it's about the Democrat Party, like a Marxist party. What, what, is, what, what is China? It's the Communist Party. What is Cuba? It's the Communist Party. What is North Korea? It's the Communist Party. The country's irrelevant. The people don't matter. Right. The power's in the party. Well, what is the Democrat Party trying to do? You're going to have uh, Joe Biden, who's going to go on about Jim Crow and attack these Republican legislatures because that's all that stands between them and absolute control of this country. They did it in California. They've done their experiments in different states. Now they want to nationalize the process. So it doesn't matter if you vote. It doesn't matter. Uh, the state legislature is a Republican. They are going to nationalize it. They're going to have one party rule because the power, the authority, the allegiance is to the party. Mm-hmm. Let me ask so you. These corporations, I think, see this. Let me ask you about CRT. You've got a whole chapter on CRT, but you go into um, uh, Latcrit, which uh, most people don't even know about. Um, and it is this. It's it's going to be the same argument that they're using now on um, on CRT, which is that's just an obscure legal thing. It's not really even anything. Can you talk Mm -hmm. about Latcrit and also CRT? And because you you call it out as evil. It's so obscure that they're obsessed with it and they're teaching it everywhere. Yeah. Um, Latcrit. Look, they talk about intersectionality, and this is the way they pull in all these these Marxist movements that have been spawned from Marxism. They're American Marxist movements, they're Americanized movements. And I explain in the book a guy by the name of Herbert Arcus, who was a Marxist in Berlin. Huh. Uh, after World War One, the communists and the fascists were fighting. Hitler took over. He couldn't understand why the proletariat didn't rise up. And you'll notice something. The proletariat never rises up. It's always a cabal or a third or whatever mm-hmm. it is of the population taking charge. There is no rising up of any proletariat bottom. There's no proletariat in this country rising up. It's the middle class. Do you think the middle class wants to overthrow the government? No. So anyway, this guy was trying to, he, come, he escapes Germany, comes to the United States. He winds up working for three different Ivy League colleges where he's tenured. And he's spreading this Marxism crap. And he can't, he, he can't figure out. And so he comes up with critical theory, the Franklin School, all these Marxists, and he's the lead. Critical theory, which is, which is spawned in our law schools, Harvard, Stanford, and so forth, which is all law is corrupt. Now, why is it corrupt? Because it needs to be viewed through the eyes of those who've made it and not the victims of it. Mm-hmm. And so there's another professor by the name of Derek Bell said, this is a great idea. I'm going to apply that to race. That is, you have to view everything through race. And because we have this white dominant society, everything wrong in this society, everything right, of course, is as a result of the minorities, but everything wrong is a result of the majority. 
And so it's this white dominant culture. If we don't destroy this, then there'll never be equity. And they reject a colorblind society. They reject Martin Luther King. They despise the whole civil rights movement. That's crazy. As Marx despised socialism. Mm-hmm. Because he said these halfway measures are stopping the revolution. So it comes from him. It comes from this guy, Derek Bell. And what it is, what does Marx say? Destroy history. Don't, don't, the world begins today. Destroy history. The monuments come down. The books are burning. We're going to brainwash our kids in school on race. It's really being, they're really being brainwashed on Marxism. And you have some very smart people showing up at these school board meetings, and they're pointing it out. And we need to have the guts not to be intimidated so, to call what it is. All right. So uh, let me take a one-minute break. We'll come back but, with Mark Levin, because the, the important part— the, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Glenn. I have an echo. After the break, I want to hit this Latino thing you mentioned. Sorry. Okay, and I also want to hit uh, Chapter 7. There are only seven chapters in this book, and the seventh, I, it, 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 I think he's absolutely right. I've talked about it before, and a lot of conservatives are very uncomfortable with some of this strategy, but I think he is absolutely right. We'll get back with uh, Mark Levin here in just a second. The name of the book is American Marxism. It's available today everywhere. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. If you're trying to sell a home right now, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, depending on where you are. Why would why anyone would want to shoot a fish in a barrel when you could just anyway uh, point is selling your home for above asking cost is the in thing now. But you have to have the right real estate agent because after you sell your home, you're going to need to buy a home and you need somebody who understands how this game works. So you're not paying the highest possible price. So whether you're buying a house, selling a house, doing both, cross town, cross the street, or across the country, we can help you find the right real estate agent, and it's a free service to you. Real estate agents I trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. We're with Mark Levin. He is uh, our partner here at uh, Blaze TV. Uh, he's the host of Levin TV, author of, I think this is, this will be your seventh consecutive number one book, I believe. It's uh, called American Marxism. He believes, and I believe, that's eh, a hard one to choose. Uh, I believe at least one of his most important books, if not the most important book that he has written it comes out today so let's let's go to lat crit quickly and then i want to talk yes. about chapter seven sorry i've got the worst cell phone in america i'm sure it was made in china anyway so um <laughs> guarantee it that crit very quickly is the is an ideology that that takes from critical race theory as you, as you surmised and it's being pushed in our colleges now it's called the chicano movement and basically what it says is bottom line the illegal aliens are the white people in America, because you see the white Protestant Europeans conquered this territory. And so we are the illegal aliens. And I'm not Protestant, but that's beside the point. The majority are the illegal aliens. The indigenous peoples are the people of the two Americas, North and South America. 
So if they're pouring across the border, they're doing nothing more than taking back what belongs to them. Now, by the way, most of these Marxists don't look at the Middle East that way. They don't say, hey, you know what? The Jews were there 4,000 years ago. Sure. No, no, no. They, they don't view it that way. So, And, and, the, and the, if you're speaking Spanish, uh, that, that is most likely because you're not indigenous. You, you have relatives and, uh, and genealogy that will go back to Spain. Spain conquered, right. you know, Mexico. What are you talking about? It's also uh, result-oriented. It's, it's also so preposterous. But this is why the border's open. Because Biden is a foil. He's an empty suit. And these radical agendas, you go down each one, that's why they're being pushed. Now, you wanted to get to the last chapter. I don't want to step on your toes. So let's go to the last chapter. You're proposing a way forward. And it includes um, boycotts. And I have, we have two minutes. I happen to agree with Martin Luther King. He said, if it wasn't for the boycotts, we wouldn't have had any teeth and it wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. But that goes against so many people. Uh, you know, conservatives generally are like, hey, listen, they have a right to say that. I'm not going to boycott. Give me your plan, your way forward here in a two-minute period. Gee, I seem to remember we had a revolution where they boycotted a lot, mm-hmm. uh, British goods and so forth and so on. My attitude is this, the BDS movement, and I explain it in detail, 10,000 words in that chapter. We had to apply the BDS movement, an anti-Semitic movement aimed to destroy Israel, boycott, divest, and so forth, and sanction against our enemies. Not because we're anti-Semitic, but these are pretty good tactics. Um, same with uh, Alinsky. We should target groups and expose them. Same with Cloward and Piven. We should overwhelm. Perfect example, shareholder meetings. Do conservatives even go to shareholder meetings? Leftists do. And they raise their voices about so-called climate change. Well, you know what? We ought to start showing up en masse. We ought to be going to board meetings. And there are organizations out there, and I provide links and contacts throughout the last chapter. This is what they do. We need to join them. We need to create a network of what I call community committees and county after county where we share information and so forth. There's a lot of that in the last chapter. People want to check it out. Mark Levin, uh, this isn't uh, Thomas Paine's common sense. This is the American crisis, uh, which got the guys back into the boats and had them go back north and cross the Delaware. Uh, Mark, thank you so much. It is available everywhere you get books. It is out today. It is called American Marxism by Mark Levin. This is the Glenn Beck Program. That went by too fast. I'd like to get yeah, him you need on him for an hour. Yeah, need to get him on for a uh, podcast. LifeLock with... Uh, with more people getting a uh, COVID vaccine all the time, it is time for pandemic related travel scams. Oh yes. Things like fake airline tickets and accommodations booked online places where you expose personal information. Yeah. A lot of times there's a cyber criminal on the other end of that line. So don't trust the unfamiliar sites. When you're booking travels, beware of the deals that seem too good to be true because they probably are. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. We put our information at risk on the Internet. In an instant, a cybercriminal could harm what's yours. 
LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, and if they detect your information has been compromised, they'll send you an alert. Plus, you have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. Nobody can solve all of this, but they're the best in the business. 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com if you use the promo code BECK, LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK, LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. That Mark Levin book sounds pretty good. I just wish he had a TV show. If there's a place we could get it, there he, is rare. It's on Blaze TV. dot com slash Glenn. Yes. What's the promo code? Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program and Mr. Pat Gray joins us now. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Welcome to your studio. Thank you. Again, that's really kind of cool you. to see you. Yeah. Like, well, I've been right there. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about huh. it. You know. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's good to have you. It's good to have you as well. Uh, and I can't wait to have the door-to-door solicitors from the Biden administration right? showing up at my door about the vaccine. Seriously. That's I can't be awesome. wait. I actually can't wait for them to show I, up at my house. Oh, I love solicitation so much at my door that it's going to be really. Did you see that even if it says no solicitors, if you have a neighborhood or anything mm-hmm. says no solicitors. They said solicitor, ignore it. Ignore it. They're going to go anyway. Yeah. That's uh, some of the helpful hints. Um, that's one of them is ignore no soliciting signs. You're not soliciting. You're offering critical information and sources. What well, you're doing that, is not illegal. Can I tell you something? <clears throat> isn't that what the Jehovah witnesses are doing as well? Yes. When they knock on your yes. door, aren't they delivering important information? Important they, information. They are. I'd be remiss. They, salva- they, they believe, what is it, 188,000 right. are going to be the only survivors. I mean, you bought. You if you don't a, have a copy of the Watchtower, you, don't you want one? Don't and, you want one? Of course. That's just an interesting point. So, so uh, religious people uh, going door to door. Mormons this is, going door to door. That's, that's critical. <laughs> that's critical. There's a, there's I a mean, really, if you're using that excuse, mm-hmm. there you go. What's more critical than yeah. saving so, a man's yeah, soul? Of course, right? There's a funny meme going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden and Jen Psaki showing up at the door. <laughs> They're both wearing white shirts and ties, and they both oh, have Mormon it. missionary yeah, tags. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's funny business. Mm-hmm. And they they actually the I think what one of the memes had the little caption. Would you like to hear more about your Lord and Savior? Anthony Fauci. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> true. It's true. It is true. So so you can't, they can't uh, be bothered by the no solicitation sign. I, you don't have to be selling something to be a solicitor. A solicitor is anybody who shows up at my door that I don't want there. And you're trying to get me to, to do anything. You're trying to get me information. I don't want it. I don't want the product you're selling. If I want something, I'm going to go to you. There is no circumstance in which I want someone at my door. Right. I don't even want the people delivering things knocking on the door. I want them to just leave the stuff out there so I can pick it up later. I love it. I actually that. like them to bring it to the couch, but I don't want to talk right. to them or that's a great point. See them or anything. <laughs> I know. I and like you it. don't want to have to get up and open the door. Right. Right. Somebody I mean, else has to my do that. Gosh, what are, what kind of world are we living in? <laughs> There's been a lot of downside over the past eighteen months, but less human interaction is not one of them. We mm-hmm. need to maintain mm-hmm. that. We need to continue we it do. into the future. I cu- I've well, cut I my, my a... human interaction by, what, 80%? That's not a... I'll go 85. That's a good thing, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I believe this is a super spreader event. The door knocking? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're really? right. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. 
Oh, yeah. That's one thing we've learned over the over the real vaccine is a liberal cause because that cures all COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, if you really want COVID to go away, just love progressivism enough. If you like George Floyd enough and you want to make sure you're out there for racial politics or you're out there to to celebrate Joe Biden's Mm -hmm. victory, then COVID goes away. Mm -hmm. It's only when you're using a conservative cause that that it can really spread. Sure, sure. And remember, let's remember in the words of uh, our golden calf, uh, Anthony Fauci, this is not federal workers going door to door quoting it's trusted messengers who are part of the community doing that okay right all like, right their example was the, your local oh. pharmacist which again like my I local go pharmacist, pharmacist was coming to my door that's what they're saying my local pharmacist yeah. really Passed i mean people from your go church. back and do your job let's get going mm-hmm. what are people waiting in line for people are dying you're sitting here talking to people door to door how about you go and, I don't know, maybe fill some prescriptions? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's an idea. Like, what's the, <laughs> concept? Idea. the concept here is that if they're, are they going to volunteer for this? Or are they paying? Like, are they paying the I local pharmacist to no, walk around? No, these are volunteers, as far as I know. Okay. They, so, these, are, these are just people who are doing it out of the goodness of uh, their This heart. is, by the way, can I just point out, this is community so organizing. Weird. Yeah, absolutely. This is. Is com- our government has <clears throat> become community organizers. Like, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, Pat. You know the Constitution better than anybody. But what would prevent your local pharmacist? What would? You- why would your local pharmacist need the federal government to go door to door and talk about a vaccine? Like they, mm. n- they're the ones giving the vaccines. <laughs> right. They know. Uh, the, they know exactly how it works. They don't need go- information from the government to go door to door. They could just do it if they wanted to do it. And the weird thing is, if you aren't vaccinated, they can't give you. They're not giving you the vaccine <laughs> no. at the if you choose to accept it. That's right. why they're just saying you, go get it. And you that's say, why, yeah, okay. That's why when they come to your door, you just say, "Oh my gosh, I was just on my way. I'm on my way." You guys, <laughs> you stop talking to me. You, I'm, you're keeping me from going to the pharmacist. You're the pharmacist. Well, get back to work, man. Yeah. I have an appointment with you in about two minutes. You're making me late. I, I, this is such a it's just a weird. strange focus right it's, weird. I, it's like I, there is so like you know you think about people who don't want to take the vaccine there's some people who just really don't want it, a vaccine for any reason right well They're, my body my choice right right but right. i mean but i'm just saying like that's there's an ideological opposition to vaccines among some people there's a large group of people though that just like you know don't really i'll get it eventually or uh you know it's like I don't really want to get it, but I don't really know much about it. I've heard some weird stuff online. Like, there are people who might be convincible, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, I know someone who was on the borderline of the vaccine, went to their doctor for their annual appointment, and they said, hey, you know, you should definitely get it. And they went and got it. Right, like there are people who are like not opposed to it. Did for they any, die shortly after? They did not. They're still alive, as far as the I know. I've not talked to them in a while. So third eye. They have a third eye. I haven't yeah. seen any reports Brain aneurysms. of it. I hate that. But, Every two minutes. But, yeah. But, yeah. But like, if you want to get people vaccinated, like you could argue some of those people are gettable. But like they, I swear they're doing everything they can so that people will well, not. Let get me the ask vaccine. you this: Yes, if, if Donald Trump said yes. we're sending out a bunch of people and trusted people in your neighborhood hmm. to come door to door and talk to you about the vaccine which you all said you wouldn't take if donald trump were the president totally you all yeah. said mm-hmm. that now if we said if 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 donald trump said we're gonna do this we're gonna we gotta go knock on doors 
What do you think the left would say? Oh, they'd be out of their mind with this. Do you think it would change any hearts or minds? No, no of course no. not. Now, no. these guys are doing everything they can. Just you notice that they are changing the language now. You are dangerous. Right. If you don't get it, you are now and, dangerous. And that, yeah. that's targeted at one specific group, which are Republicans and conservatives and people in the South. Right. The, the majority of people who are vaccine hesitant are minority groups when you talk about you know uh, per capita minority groups are more hesitant it's it's not republicans it's it's minority groups it's it's blacks and hispanics largely who are more hesitant than uh white republicans are uh you know but if you wanted to get white republicans to go on we talked about this last week when you were gone you want to get white republicans to take the vaccine put america's number one vaccine cheerleader in front of the camera his name is donald trump he over and over and over and over and over again in every interview that he has says that it's his legacy they're trying to take my legacy i'm the one who got this done I got it done when they all said we couldn't get it done. He keeps saying it in every interview, and they don't bring him on to talk about it. They should. They, don't, they should. If, if CNN actually cares, bring Donald Trump on. Don't ask him about white supremacy. Don't ask him about January 6th. Ask him about the vaccine and why his followers should get but it. But I don't yep. think that that's what they are interested in yes, at all. They I are not right. interested not. Right. in getting the vaccine out. They are interested mm-hmm. in labeling people dangerous enemies yep they want the talking point more than they want the people to get the vaccine which if they really believe the vaccine is good which i think they do says a hell of a lot about what they think about people you know it says a hell of a lot that they're willing to 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 sacrifice you know to to continue a pandemic in their own eyes right in in effort to keep a talking point to make donald trump and his followers look evil because that's what they want they want that more than they want people to get the shot it's pretty revealing when you think about it from their perspective. It is. And this is fascinating, this whole uh, door-to-door thing to me, because they even have some dialogue that you, you can engage Ooh. the homeowner with. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Some... I, hello. I just opened the door. And, hello. Okay. Wait, why, you... Is that what you say when you open the door? You say, I just opened the door. <laughs> I opened the door. Hello, stranger. <laughs> I noticed you opened the door. Thank you for Thank opening you. it. You're welcome, stranger. <laughs> uh, then you need to say, I'm sorry, we don't allow solicitation on our property. I'm sorry, we don't <laughs> allow solicitation on our property. I understand. But I'm not selling anything. When you said but, my dog (laughs) has a secret word, and I want you to know it's but. Wait, does that on oh, the no. sheet? Oh, is boy. there a secret killer dog uh, line on your... There is not. There oh, is no. not. No. Well, because okay. uh, I'm supposed Don't to just come to continue mind, saying okay. we want to provide accurate information to th- yeah. seniors in well, your community. No solicitors Wait. means you. Wait, but 90% <laughs> of seniors are already vaccinated. Why are you here? Does this, does this have a line for that? Well, all I want to see is your seniors <laughs> protected against COVID. That's oh. all I'm saying here. Okay, but, That's but, all I want. Well, then, then I'm not a senior citizen. I may look like one. You sure do. But it's really just my <laughs> really, eating habits really, really and do. the fact that I've I'm never worked out you. a day I'm in my life. I'm not believing really? you. Really? Yeah. How I'm many sorry. months per day are you out in the sun? What's the... <laughs> uh, then if you ever get, if you ever encounter somebody saying, I've had allergic reactions to medications. I've had allergic reactions yeah. to medications. Oh, yeah, I'm that's... sorry to hear that, sir. But the only true contraindication to this vaccine is a Wait. severe anaphylactic reaction to an injectable vaccine in your past. Well, I already have that. I listen to that duck. I have that Aflac stuff. 
No, that's not that's, not, not that, Aflac that, vaccine. No, oh, that's not no, an Aflac. Oh, okay, sign me up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. So you want the vaccine? You've, we've converted uh, you. You've converted okay. me. Okay, here's what you have to do now. Go online, Mr. Senior, and find an appointment through the, the scheduling service. Then get yourself there to get it sometime randomly in the future. You might, look, you? You might wait, notice wait, wait, that wait. as Can exactly you? what you would have done had I not come to your door. <laughs> but wait a minute. Hang on just a second. But you are standing here around my door. Uh-huh. You, You've just convinced me I'm ready to go. Can you make that appointment for me? I can't. No, I can't. I don't have. You can't even put my name on a list. Can you give me where it's happening? What I'm going to do is record this conversation and uh, record what a pain in the ass you are. (laughs) Don't worry. My neighbors have already reported me to the same place. (laughs) Uh, There's another step that the government took on this uh, yesterday. We'll talk to you about it coming up in just a moment. It's where it gets frightening. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Okay, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is Patriot Mobile. I don't have to tell you that the basic American way of life is circling the drain. We were just talking to uh, uh, Mark Levin about his new book, and he's like, we have got to boycott these companies. And he is right. Now, a better way of saying boycott, I think, is when you have a choice, let's look at those companies that exist where you can make the choice to get away from them. All right. That's Patriot Mobile. They have the largest coverage area out of all of the phone companies. Uh, They have the best customer service, just rated number one customer service. They offer great coverage, great quality, uh, and a much lower price. So what are you doing? Why are you giving your money to these people who are part of the problem? Let's send a message and ask them, can you hear me now stick together support companies that speak the truth and fight on our side and that is patriotmobile.com slash back patriotmobile.com slash back call them right now 972 patriot or patriotmobile.com slash back this is the glenn beck program um here is joe biden yesterday Supporting the Cuban protesters. Listen to this. Folks, I want to start by recognizing the remarkable protests that are taking place in Cuba. With the Cuban people demanding their freedom from an authoritarian regime. And I don't think we've seen anything like this protest uh, in a long, long time, if, if quite frankly, ever. Um, and the United States stands firmly with the people of Cuba as they assert their universal rights. And we call on the government, government of Cuba, to refrain from violence and their attempts to silence the voice of the people of Cuba. Does that shock you? Does that shock you that he's saying that? That they're crying out for freedom from an authoritarian government? It shouldn't shock me, but it no. does. Well, remember, this is, this is the fallback the first position was, ah, the Cubans are protesting COVID. No, they're still saying, here's here's Pasaki mm. on the Cuban protests. 
We're still assessing uh, what is motivating and, of course, and driving all of the individuals who came to the streets. But we know that when I, we say exhaustion, the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the manner by which the people of Cuba are governed, that can cover a range of issues, whether it's uh, economic suppression, media suppression, lack of uh, access to health and medical supplies, including vaccines. There are a range of reasons and, and voices we're hearing from yeah, people okay, on the stop. ground. So, I mean, listen to what she just said. Economic suppression, we got that going on here. Um, uh, media suppression, don't, not letting voices be heard. Yeah, totally doing, different. Totally degrees. different. Totally, uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Right. But we're on the road. Mm. We're on the road. Uh, I, I, you know, you have CNN saying we need to make these people who don't take a vaccine pay. We need to make life very difficult mm-hmm. for them. I mean, that is that's incredible. Incredible and. I, they don't see the connection here. They don't <laughs> no. And no. instinctively, they don't have any reaction to this. I mean, their their instinctive reaction was to say, well, they must be having a bad time with COVID. That's why they're out in the streets. No, that's not why. I mean, do we remember Michael Moore's glowing documentary about the Cuban healthcare system? Oh, yeah, it's the best. Uh, it was the best. Mm-hmm. And that was praised by the media. Mm-hmm. Here you have a situation where they initially go after it and say it's COVID. Their, their instinct isn't to recognize they've been struggling against this for how many decades just to just to have any element of freedom and finally they're doing something now again they you're right i think biden eventually got to a good spot with that statement but it took took days how was that not imagine instant? if we had a leader that actually believed in freedom and the republic what difference we could make right now with cuba i think mm-hmm. people would be free in cuba uh, if, you know, elections would have gone other direction. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program.